Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fools Podcast. Coming back at you after a pretty crazy week 17. Uh, looking into week 18 here. Um, we got Alaseo and we got Brandon via telephone here. Yeah, he's doing? finally back. Finally back. I was off for a couple of weeks. I felt like I was studying for a final exam, trying to get that perfect lineup in, and, and it worked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Brandon has uh, won the uh, trophy in our main league, so congratulations, sir. Not congratulations. He got lucky. That's all right. Well, I mean, hey, from one three-time champion to another three, three-time champion, oh congratulations. <laughs> hey, someone has to legitimize the podcast, you know? Like, somebody <laughs> has to. Yeah. And I, uh, uh, honestly, though, that's why I wanted uh, you to trade me Christian McCaffrey. I kept trying, like... Or you would send me a trade and I would respond with like a something involving McCaffrey and you just weren't giving up, man. And right at the end, bam, you just I think that's what helped you. Explode yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, week seventeen, uh I I'm sure everyone has been talking about it now, the Monday night game with uh Damar. Um news came out today that he uh he he woke up, um, opened his eyes and he wrote to the doctors, uh did we win the game? I think it was who won the game. Who won the game, yeah. yeah. So um, he's doing better, which is great. Um, they have decided to to not move uh, forward with that game, which we'll figure out the implications of all that. So, um, But glad to see he's doing good. I mean, that was crazy, crazy. What did you guys think when you uh, saw it? Yeah, it was pretty speechless, right? That's, that's kind of how it was. It was um, Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, there, I mean, there's no no easy way to kind of transition into talking about it. But um, yeah, certainly never seen anything like it before, obviously. Um, you know, we see injuries every single week and, you know, you kind of know that they're OK. Um, for me, the, the hardest part of, you know, you couldn't see anything. They, they kind of had a lot of players hovered around. But then you see the player reactions and they're in tears and they're just shaking their head and they can't believe what they're seeing. And. Um, they just looked like hopeless, you know, and and so that was the hardest thing was seeing the teammates and the opposing team's reaction to to what was happening. Even though we couldn't quite tell what was going on, but you know it's bad when those guys are kind of having those reactions. So um, that was kind of my initial thoughts as as I watched it all unfold. Um, what about you, Elsao? Uh, yeah, it's a horrible situation, you know. Uh, anytime anybody gets hurt, but this was like on a completely different level, you know. You can't really. Uh, yeah, it's big. And like you said, so I, my, uh, my experience was that I had just turned on the game, uh, when the ambulance was on the field and they were like, okay, we'll be back. And they kind of cut to commercial. So I was like, Ooh, that's bad. When there's an ambulance on the field and all the players are huddled around, I was like, Ooh, something bad happened. I, you know, so, uh, so then I was waiting to see what happened. And then when I finally found out, I was like, Oh my God. Cause yeah, of course they were showing like the players and all that stuff. And you see them, uh, yeah, you see like their emotions and, and uh, it's, a, it's a scary thing for sure. And so when I realized how bad it actually was, I, I was just, uh, you know, you, you, you have a moment where you're like, I can't believe this is actually happening, you know? So it's a really terrible tragedy. Uh, luckily, it looks like he's recovering pretty well. Uh, I'm sure he has a long road to recovery still, but uh, I wish him the best. And uh, yeah, I hope, he, I hope we see him on the field again one day. That's very very sobering, and it just kind of kind of shows you that it's just a game, 
you know, and that's that's what ended up, you know, they did the right thing and they did not continue. I don't know how you would continue with that game if you're a player. Yeah, you can't. You yeah. can't. You're like you you would even like people would be so mm-hmm. focused on elsewhere that you might have other people getting hurt because, yeah. you know, because their thoughts aren't it, like in the moment. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, our, th- our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. He's he's apparently doing uh, a lot better. Let's hope that uh, continues. And um as far as the uh, fantasy impact, uh, that's you know going to be different on every platform and every team. And I think everybody that plays fantasy football and <laughs> and is in a league that this had an effect on, which I'm sure it did in like a bunch of them, like mo- most of them probably. Um, everybody's getting in fist fights this week. <laughs> well, it's funny because it, it like. It, it comes back to it doesn't really matter. We play a game based on a game. Yeah, but nobody know? wants to lose. But of course, yeah, when when it comes in, especially he's doing better, and that's great news. And you kind of, um, you know, every everything will eventually move on. Unfortunately, but uh, but everyone is focused on him, and that's where it should be for a long time. Um, in our league, you know, we don't know who the, who the loser is right now, and so that's what we're trying to figure out. And um, you know, we'll talk about that, uh, you know, this week before before Sunday. Anyway, so we're going to move on. We're going to um, try to get you guys ready for week 18 if you are one of the ridiculous uh, um, people. Leagues? That, yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. If you're in one of those ridiculous leagues there. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about some of the injuries. What was that? <laughs> that is the worst thing you've done all season. Uh, those are left so far. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We heard it. We know what it was, but the timing of that could not have been any worse. Uh, that was pretty bad. Um, Jalen Hurts, shoulder limited. Uh, he's not playing. Yeah, still still out. What do you think about that, Brandon? Are we sure he's not playing? I'm um, not sure, no. They They need to win. And, you know, they had to win one of their last three games. They've lost the last two. Um, I think we might see him. I don't know that, you know, obviously Philly's already in the playoffs for sure. They're trying to clinch that number one seed. They have another potential week off next week if they do clinch that number one seed. So I think that, I don't know if they want to go four weeks without him playing at all. So I think he plays, um, and obviously they get out to some kind of a lead that they probably back off. But I think we may see him this week just because it is a must-win game and they want to shake some of that rust off. Uh, I think you're right. I think he will play. Here's the drop. Oh, son of a... That's going to leave a mark. Yep, that's the right one. I like that you opened with, uh, uh, he's not going to play. And I was like, oh, okay. And then Brandon's like, I'm not sure. And now you're like, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely going to play. I wasn't <laughs> thinking Jalen Hurts. I was, I was thinking um, uh, Fields. I was thinking that's Justin what I was saying, Fields. man. I don't when know somebody why, doesn't have I... their head in the game, they could get hurt. He was <laughs> <laughs> just burned, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so back on track, Lamar Jackson, knee, uh, he missed practice. Dax, Dak Prescott, knee, uh, where he's questionable. We're not sure about him either. Uh, Tua, concussion, he is for sure out. He is done. He should be done. He's had, what, two concussions, probably three. Probably three. Three, yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, finger limited. Uh, Justin Fields is the one I was talking about. He's out uh, sixty some yards away from the uh, rushing record in a single season. Not gonna get there. He'll get it next year. I was gonna say he's got plenty of years ahead to yeah. get after that one. 
McCaffrey ankle day to day. Derek Henry hit full participant. Henry's going to play that team. Uh, that game means a lot the to both teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony Pollard die uh, full participant. James Conner has a shin injury. Debo Samuel ankle knee. We're not sure about them. Tyler Lockett did not practice. And DeAndre Hopkins, do you think he's going to be back next year? He's out. I'm sure he's out. Yeah, you think he's going to be back next year, though? Like? With the Cardinals. No, that's what I was saying. Oh, he's out. Yeah, Got it. He's, he's out. out this week, but he's also no, out. He's out. Yeah, he's out. No, he's out. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Money talks, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think he'll be back. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving into some fantasy tops last week. Uh, number one quarterback, finally he was able to do it, Tom Brady. 34 for 45, 432 yards, three touchdowns, and another rushing touchdown. 44 fantasy points. The most amazing. Tender boy Tommy. Yeah, tender boy Tommy. Wow, he finally got one. The most amazing thing about the entire Tom Brady, tender boy season this year was that he was Brandon's quarterback, like starting quarterback to start the year, did absolutely terrible, and Brandon still got first place in our league. That is just incredible. Could you imagine if I had a good quarterback? Oh, my goodness. Well, who knows? Because remember when I had uh, Peyton Manning and I had the best team in the league and won the most games and then lost in round one of the playoffs because I, my team didn't show up? They scored like 80 points. I mean, it's all luck, right? All luck. <laughs> Uh, honorary mention, well, not even honorary. He did a great job. Third place uh, in quarterbacks this week, Jared Stidham, 23 for 34, 365 yards, three touchdowns, seven rushes for 34 yards, 32 fantasy points. We talked about it last week, say about the whole uh, Raiders situation. Brandon, what what do you want? you want to weigh in on that? Well, yeah, I was just about to ask you guys, is, is Jared Stidham the starter next year? I, I think that they have a plan. I don't know what it is. They're going to try to uh, get someone off offseason. Uh, he, he could very well be the starter, but it's not just going to be him on the team. They'll, they'll bring someone else in. They'll draft someone. I don't know what's going to happen. I think they'll probably look to free agency. I'm pretty sure that they'll either draft somebody. Well, not to start next year. They're definitely going to draft somebody, but they have to bring in somebody else. And I've heard, I don't think it'll happen, but I've heard... Tom Brady. Everybody's talking about Tom Brady because yeah. it's like because it's like oh you get together with your old offensive coach and basically because he's like I heard one guy say oh uh, Tom Brady is the only one that can save his job you know I'm like um I don't know I don't know and I don't think that Tom Brady is going to want to play in that division either you know I, I don't know I mean. But they definitely have to bring somebody It depends in. on whatever plan they have. So, so the thing is, they don't have a pick high enough right now to, to draft a quarterback. Uh, maybe with trading Derek Carr, they'll get that. I don't, really don't know. But if they have a plan on in two years or three years, they have a quarterback in mind right now, or a couple of them, then um, then maybe Tom Brady will work. But it, it's a, it's a, it's a well, one they, and done they, for Tom Brady. Is really It might be two. But here's but the thing. They need somebody like, the, like him who's like on his way out who can just like teach the next guy. That's what I'm saying. They'll probably try and draft somebody this year and bring in like a Jimmy G type or like what San Francisco was trying to do. It's like, oh, we need a veteran who can teach the young guy because he's, you know, almost done. I think it's like that's probably the situation that they're going to get themselves into. And get this. 
You know where the Super Bowl is being played next year? Vegas. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So, yeah, just real quick on Stidham. I I like what I saw out of him last week. He kind of reminded me, I mean, obviously they were playing against the Niners, you know, the best defense in the league, but he kind of reminded me of Brock Purdy. They're very similar where they're just kind of don't make mistakes, get the ball to your playmakers, um, extend a few plays with his legs. Like he just made plays and he looked really good. Um, in that system, and, and, and again, I thought it, it kind of looked like I, what, what we've seen from Brock Purdy the last couple of weeks. I was really impressed with Stidham in his first start. Yeah, we'll see what happens moving forward. They got another. I mean, game. they could opt to not draft and still bring in a veteran, you know, and then yeah, and kind of do the same thing, but with Stidham instead. Or they could, yeah, if, if they're liking what they're seeing, there maybe they'll just be like, "We're just going to go with this guy and see how we start off." One thing's for sure. Raiders are going to find a way to screw it up. <laughs> um, yeah. Somehow, sure, somewhere. Sure. Um, did you hear uh, what Devontae Adams said about the whole thing with Derek Carr? He said he wanted to. Well, no, I heard about all that, but then he, uh, he eventually said he wanted to stay well, with the team. he's in a contract. He's like, he's like just, yeah, he basically backed off. He was like, well, I said that, but it doesn't mean that I wouldn't play here anymore. And it's like, that's exactly what you were tra- You were saying that. Well, but, it, no, he was saying that he wouldn't have gone to Vegas if it wasn't for yeah. Derek Carr. And now he's mad because he's like, that, this is why I can't. And he should be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I get that. Like, let's say you, you know, uh, one of my friends got this great contract somewhere and you brought me in and then you got kicked out. Would you want me to leave with you, even though I'm getting millions of dollars? You'd be like, "No, dude, stay." Like, that no, sucks, no, it's not yeah. about it's not about Derek Carr wanting him to quit too. It's about Devontae Adams saying, "Like, I don't want to be here if my friend's not here." Yeah, no, which I totally agree with that. But yeah, at some point, I guess you just have to play football, and that it's it's a business that reminds us how. By the how way, crazy Brandon, of a business uh, numbers guy, Brandon, uh, yeah. how long? What what is that Devontae Adams contract? Do you know? Uh, I don't, but I think he. Um did he like just sign a brand new deal with the Raiders? I think that might have been part of the trade where he signed some kind of extension or something. I'm I not think sure. I'm, so. I'm looking it up, but uh, five years, 140 million with the Raiders. I think yeah. So I think this was just year one. Yeah. So he's got four yeah. more years. Yeah, that's. I mean, 140 million, man. That's and five sure. years. Like, I don't think he's gonna like ask for a trade after next year if they're horrible again. Then he'll be like, hey, I want to get out of here, and then he'll ask for a trade. And then him and, and Aaron Rodgers. And back many together. people will take him at, at any price. Well, yeah, anybody will take him. I mean, it's Devontae. Uh, all right, moving on. Wide receiver of the week, Mike Evans. Yes, I said that correctly. Mike Evans, he got his 207 yards, right? His first touchdown of the year. Yeah. That and was... his second touchdown of the year. Yep. And his third touchdown of the yep, year. Yep, yep, yep. I uh, played him all year. I think I benched him maybe two weeks, you know? And I was, like, rotating him and Juju. That's where my receivers were at this year, him and Juju. And uh, my good one uh, was benched for – he was doing good, and then he got benched – or not benched, but he got hurt. Um, so then, you know, Jamar Chase leading the way, and then he gets hurt, which took a toll. Yeah, and then same thing. I, I uh, drafted Hopkins – and so I expected the first six weeks to be nothing. And I was like, no, that's fine. Because once I have him on there, it's going to be awesome. And then uh, and then Kyler Murray got hurt. And then, uh, yeah, that was that. I did real good in receivers this year. <laughs> Austin Eckler, uh, 10 rushes, 122 yards, two touchdowns, four for four through the air, 39 yards, gave you 28 fantasy points. And my uh, other two I put on here, they were the third and fourth running backs of the week, and it was Jamal Williams with 22 points and DeAndre Swift 
also 22 points. Yeah, I definitely played Jamal Williams on Daily Fantasy, but I didn't think I knew he was going to have a good week, but I didn't think that Swift was also going to partake and uh in all that scoring. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh they uh were league winners for you guys. Uh, Dalton Schultz, my tight end, did well. Got me 17 points. I still lost. All right, let's move along. <laughs> Kicker, uh, Matt Prater of the week, gave you 15 fantasy points. And Green Bay versus Minnesota got you 24 fantasy points. Two sacks, three interceptions, a fumble recovery, a touchdown, a fourth down stop, and another return touchdown. And moving on. You blew it! Fantasy face plants. Kirk Cousins, 205 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, two sacks, and seven points. That's not uh, winning you a league. Well, did you really expect him to win you a league? No, maybe Gardner Minshew, though. He had 274 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and six sacks for eight points. That's rough. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts is back. Week 18 now, guys. Is he back? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wide receiver Justin Jefferson on my team. One fantasy point, 15 yards. That's it. Uh, All these next three also got one point. Christian Watson, Garrett Wilson, Tyler Lockett. They did not deliver week 17. Running back David Montgomery, three points. Leonard Fournette, three points. Deontay Foreman, three points. Dalvin Cook, three points. Ugh, it was rough. Travis Kelsey, he got he got it done for you, right? Nope, four points. So the one week you needed him, he didn't deliver. And the one week you didn't play just Tom Brady because you never play him, he did deliver. That's how it goes. That's how this whole season has been, though. This whole, not exactly. This season in particular has been a roller coaster, man. And like players individually, not just teams, but players. Uh, I know how every year somebody disappoints or like you don't get as much as you thought out of somebody. But this year was especially bad. There was like really high highs and really low lows. And nobody was like very few people were consistent throughout the years. Like they started off strong and then they were gone or they started off like crap and then they exploded at the end. There was no... It was really nothing that you can point and be like, oh, this was the guy this year, in my opinion. I agree, and I think that kind of showed in our league, right? Our last place teams had like six wins. The first place had like nine wins. It was really tight, really competitive. Um, not not any terrible team, not a lot of great teams, but like you said, everyone was just super inconsistent, and so it just kind of who, who did the best and at the right time, and that's like really what it came down to. But there wasn't a lot of uh, consistent play from any team all throughout the season. Yeah, and like you said with our league, it, it like shows it because usually we have at least one or two people who kind of like take off with the lead, you know, and then mm-hmm. that's kind of like a battle for like the like third or fourth or whatever. And this year it was tight all the way to the end. Like there was no yeah. no separation really between any of the teams. Maybe like two games, you know, or something. Maybe. Even you were in first for a little while. So I was, dude, I was in first. I was in first and then I lost <laughs> six in a row. <laughs> And that took me right out of first immediately. I went from like first to fourth to sixth to last. I think I was in last. Yeah, like towards the end there. So it was it was crazy. And it, it kind of shows in what we're talking about next, which is uh, the games this week and who to play and who not to play or who is going to play their starters and who's not. So 
Um, probably playing all of their starters. Again, these are probabilities, and if the game gets out of hand uh, one way or another, they still could pull these people, but a lot of these have um, something to play for, so you can be pretty sure most of them will be starting. Kansas City. Does that uh, change at all now, Kansas City? No. No. So they play, they play Saturday. They're the first game of the week. Um, they have to, if they win... I think they lock in the number one seed. Now, there's some weird um, things happening this year where if KC wins and Buffalo wins, then the AFC title game might be played at a neutral site. So even yeah. though KC will have home field, it won't necessarily mean anything for, for that game. So a lot of weird things happening. But yeah, KC still does need to win to lock in the first round by this week. Okay, that's what I was wondering because I was like, had, had Buffalo won this past week, then yeah. would Buffalo have it? Yeah, Buffalo was in control of their own destiny had they beat Cincinnati in that game on Monday. Yeah, okay. Um, Tennessee, Jacksonville, they play each other and winner is in. Uh, New England, Cincinnati, Miami, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay. So you can be pretty comfortable playing any players. All All the chasing teams, yeah. Uh, maybe playing their starters and possibly for part of the game because if they blow it out or they start to lose a lot, then they may pull them. Uh, Philly, Dallas, San Francisco. Is that correct? Everyone. What is that? Dallas playing for? Uh, Dallas they, is playing for seed. They could still be the one seed. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So Philly, Dallas, San Fran are the top, uh, well, not the top three. So yeah, if, if Philly loses and Dallas wins, then Dallas wins the East. Um, so they're playing for one of the top seeds. Um, so yeah, again, I think there's a lot of like those three teams are all in the playoffs, but their seeding is still to be determined. Gotcha. So gotcha. Um, there is something to play for there. And then um, these are the teams that could rest their starters. Um, and this is just kind of a crapshoot. It, it's kind of a coaching decision when it comes down to that, how long they're going to play. Some people may start, some people, the starters may not play at all. So just uh, watch um, you know, keep in tune with all the news up to game day and hours before. Um, Las Vegas, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Minnesota, Chicago, Baltimore, Houston, Indianapolis, New York Jets, Carolina, New Orleans, the Giants, Washington, the Chargers, Denver, and Arizona. Uh, the two that could play... Um, they have nothing to play for themselves, but they could spoil division rivals are Cleveland and the Rams. So they may want to uh, just uh, play their people to, you know, get one on them. Uh, so check those out. But that's kind of the rundown there. Uh, and we'll go over a couple of the matchups uh, moving forward. But uh, we went through that kind of fast. So you can go back and pause the podcast and uh, listen slowly and uh, make sure you know which games you can play your people in. And I mean, the projections on most of the platforms are going to be there. And really, I don't know how many of you are playing a Week 18 game, but you shouldn't be. I'm in one league, and I'm like, why the hell am I in this league? <laughs> because I have, I have one also. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so uh, let's get into the matchups. Uh, yeah, last week, uh, after last week, Brandon, 35 and 30. Well done, sir. I was 32 and 33, and I'll say 31 and 34. 
And now. But that's going to change. Uh, Jacksonville at Houston. Jacksonville by four and a half. And Jacksonville won 31 to three. So real quick, I want to justify my pick last week. I know I wasn't on the podcast. I sent my picks in. You guys are kind of like, oh, why is he picking them? I think he's going to keep them close. Uh, I thought Jacksonville was going to do what Tennessee did. They had nothing to play for. They didn't need to win. Uh, I thought they were going to rest their guys and then play in their guys, and they dominated. So that was my thought process. <laughs> so that they were going to because they didn't need to play last week. It didn't matter. It only matters this week, not last week. So uh, that was why I picked them. But now I regret that. Um. Miami at New England, my, uh, New England by two and a half points. New England won by, no, I'm sorry, Miami won by two points. Uh, who picked Miami? Brandon did. Eliseo did. I did not. Well done, guys. Uh, Denver at Kansas City. Kansas City by 13 and a half points. I said, no, it's not going to happen. It did not happen. 24 to 27. How many times has Kansas City just slapped me in the face? <laughs> They've first, only covered like one time. The one time that I said they never cover, and yeah. then they covered. So yeah. then I was like, you know what? Oh, okay, they're gonna against Denver. They're gonna run up the score, and then of they course should've. they they should have. I know. Yeah. But you know, just because I said that they were gonna cover, they were like, you know what? Nope, not this time. <laughs> uh, you should say they're not gonna cover like in every playoff game because forget Kansas City. Yeah, they're not gonna make get them it. out of there. They're not gonna make it this year. Uh, Rams at the Chargers. Chargers by six and a half. Uh, Chargers covered 31 to 10. Um, I picked the Rams, and you picked the Rams, LSAO. Did I? So, uh, oh, yeah. son of a bitch. Yep. Uh, I was just picking opposite of Brandon. I was trying to get one up on him. It didn't really go in my And you favor. did. I think you had all, all five different, right? Yeah, did, he was yeah. doing it on purpose, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, you're, you're, you're ahead there. We got to catch up. Uh, Buffalo by one and a half over Cincinnati, obviously. Uh, no one wins there. Um, that is seven three Cincinnati, right? LSA and I coming. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know why all of a sudden he's like, "Oh no, it doesn't count." <laughs> I mean, is is that the? Yeah, are they going with the? Because I thought they said it was a no contest. Yeah, it's no, gonna be, it's, yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that brings us to thirty-seven and thirty-two. Uh, is where you are at, Brandon. Your fifty-three percent win average there. Uh, I'm 34 and 35 at 49 percent, and LSA was 33 and 36 at the bottom there at 47 percent. Uh, but we're gonna pick games. This, this was uh, this was the practice round, you know. Oh, uh, now we're playing right now. Now we're playing. Okay, this is the week 18. This is for all the marbles. Um, this Double may, or nothing. This may be our last podcast for a little bit. I will be back, you know, in a couple weeks or whatever. We'll be talking about the uh, the. Uh, the whole fantasy season and going over uh, positions and, you know, where they were before the season and, and, and how they were after. So we will go over can this I, as well. Can I jump in real quick? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I missed uh, last week's pod for anyone who, who was, was listening. You know, I was out with COVID. Um, so I got bored and I ran out of some shows to watch. So I already started working on my 2023 draft board. So uh, I'm happy to talk about next season also. I already got some uh, – some lists and things going. So. I love it. Yeah, we're um, you know subscribe to that podcast, and uh, we'll be we'll be here in the off season. Um, you know, regularly every couple of weeks or so, giving you our input, uh, and we're gonna have all of the tools you're gonna need before next draft season, and probably a little more drunk than the normal <laughs> <laughs> because it's what? the off season. 
Yeah, yeah, we don't got to stay in shape. It's the offseason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. you know, we, I mean, we may be better with the picks. <laughs> Should have done that this season. All right, uh, going over some of these matchups. Kansas, the first one Saturday, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Las Vegas Raiders. The Kansas City Chiefs by nine and a half points. Um, everybody should be playing, I think, in both of these. I, I mean, they're going to play the Raiders starters. I don't think they're going to sit them. Do you think they're going to sit them? No, but they might not play them the whole game. Like, you know, like Josh Jacobs isn't going to get 20 carries. I mean, because it, it's like, why? Why, why if get it's him not hurt? Competitive, you yeah. know, Devontae Adams isn't going to play, you know, like it's going to be, I feel it's probably going to be like a, like a preseason game for the Raiders where it's like, oh, the starters will play like half the game and then. You know, even if they're not like benched at halftime, depending on the score and all that, but they might just play half the game just by the snaps that they're actually in on. So uh, <laughs> I don't want to pick this one first because F the Raiders. I mean, F Kansas City. I mean, F both of them. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick. For, I'll, I'll go first. Um, so, uh, I mean, the Chiefs should win this one. Um, I don't think they're going to win by nine and a half. Uh, now, here's the thing. If the Raiders bench their starters, if they are actually looking at their talent, it's like a, like what Brandon did with Jaguar with the Jaguars, it's like that kind of syndrome. Yeah, I, I mean, if if they're not gonna play to win, then yes, they Kansas City can definitely score nine and a half points at, or more. But here's the thing: if they get up by a lot, they may also bench their people and have second string in, and then the Raiders, I think, will lose by less than nine and a half points. So I'm gonna pick the Raiders. Okay. Um, I do it every week. I'm going to stick to it. I feel like we're due again. Give me the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Again, they need to win. They need to lock in the number one seed. Um, I think they do it this week, so I'm going to take the Chiefs by nine and a half. Um, yeah, here we go again. That's why I didn't want to like pick these guys this game first because I hate Kansas City. But I am going to agree with Brandon. Like, they have to win. They're not going to be messing around, you know. They're going to go out there and, like, secure the win. They're not going to bench their guys until they know, like, this is it. So, uh, even though I hate it, Kansas City by nine and a half. All right. Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville by six and a half. This is a uh, you win and you're in game. So, it's going to be a good one. Um your first. Who's that? Me, right? LSAO. No, it's Brandon. Oh, no, no, Brandon. Yeah, you. Okay. Um, yeah, again, winning your end. Uh, everything to play for for both teams. Does Does Jacksonville, you know, take the next step and win the division and get into the playoffs? Does Tennessee, who's won that division a couple times, uh, do they get in? I don't believe in this Tennessee team. Uh, I think Josh Dobbs is playing quarterback for him. Um, Six and a half is a lot of points. I could see them keeping it close with a good defense with Derrick Henry just running the ball probably 35, 40 times in this game. Um, but I think this is the the step that Jacksonville takes. Um, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence to, to have a big game. And so give me the Jaguars minus the six and a half. I was thinking the exact same thing. It was like the, the Titans have like gotten close over the years, but they've been on a steady decline. And now with the injuries and like, you know, uh, yeah, basically all the Jags, torch. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of is. And like the Jaguars have been on fire recently, you know, it's like they're trending up while the Titans are trending down. So all they got to do is really concentrate on stopping 
they're one guy, you know. If they can stop Derrick Henry, I think that's the game. And uh, their offense is up, and like I mean, for the Jaguars, their offense is up. They're they're, you know, it's like if you're playing NBA Jam, you're heating up like they've been. So I think, uh, like you said, this is the the next step. They're I think they get this done, and um, it might be close, but I I'm, I'm gonna give them. I'll I'll say they cover because I think they're just gonna be pumped up and ready for this. So Jaguars minus six and a half. Well, uh, I really want to pick Jacksonville uh, because I think they are the better team. Um, I think that <laughs> I think that Derrick Henry is just going to run the ball the entire time. Um, but you know what? I mean, it's it's week eighteen, and someone's got to go against you guys. So why the hell not? Tennessee Titans—they're going to get it done at least right. good enough, enough right. points to help me out there. Uh, all right, next we got right, the so one more, and then I catch up to you. <laughs> That's true. New England Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills, Buffalo by seven and a half. Now, this is interesting because I think do the, the Patriots have to win to get in and yep. and Buffalo who I don't know. I mean they Buffalo, need to win also. Yeah, Buffalo needs to win, but they're I don't know what kind of t- I mean, you'd think that they are they're gonna come in hot uh based on everything <laughs> that happened and they're gonna play for Damar, but but who knows? I mean, yeah, you know, they could be um Still flustered by the whole situation and 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 their brother there, so it's it's going to be interesting, but it's going to be a, a good game because they yeah, they both have to play to win. Um, I'll say you're up first. Oh, this one's me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll take this one. Um, <laughs> uh, you said you think they're going to come in hot, but you're not sure. These guys are coming in hot, especially with the news now that they're getting that, you know, their teammate is awake and he's, you know, on the way to recovery and, like, overall it looks really good. And, you know, he's he's awake. That's the biggest thing. Once the players hear that, he's awake, he's doing good, like, you could talk to him now, you know, or soon. Like, that's it, man. That's the spark that they need. And, of course, they're going to go out there and play for him. And it's like they were hungry for it last year. This pushes it even more. This is, like, on another level. So now they're ready to go. Like, I actually had them, like, not making the Super Bowl this year. But with this, like, with these current events now, like, I think that they will be in the Super Bowl now this year. And, like, they – so all year I felt like even though they're good and they're winning, they were missing something. And unfortunately it took this to give them that like kick in the ass that they needed, but it definitely like lit the fire. And I think these guys are going to like just go and like throw everything at everyone from now on. So easily, easily winning Buffalo by seven and a half. I like it. I like it. Uh, I completely agree. Wouldn't it be so great if, um, Demar is recovered enough to be there at the Super Bowl when they win it. Oh man, that would be so crazy, right? It might, yeah, it could be. Uh, that'd be awesome. I hope that happens. Um, I, I think that they're going to get it done as well. I am going to have to take Buffalo here. They're going to come in hot, and they're going to be that way through all throughout the playoffs. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, I just looked up uh demar's age he's 24 years old give me the bills by 24 i think they absolutely dominate this. <laughs> yeah that's what i think too it's gonna be it's gonna be a dismemberment of the new england patriots like it's gonna be ridiculously out of control detroit lions versus green bay packers the packers by four and a half this is another one green bay has to win to get in right Correct. So yeah. Green Bay has to win. If Detroit wins, they need Seattle to lose. That's the only way they can get in. They have to win, and they need Seattle to lose to the Rams 
for them. And and, and that game is uh, before this one. This is the last game Sunday night. So the Lions will know whether or not they can even get in or not. But I still think they want to play spoiler in this game too. Yeah, I don't think they're they're gonna at the last minute say, okay, never mind. I yeah, I think that they're gonna be gung ho. Uh, on me first. Um, man, you know, uh, Detroit has been a good team uh, all year. They've uh, kind of quietly got it done. Um, Green Bay seems like they haven't been a good team all year, but they are peaking at the right time, and they really don't need Aaron Rodgers that much. They're running the ball quite a bit. He's passing when he needs to, and uh, they're kind of getting it done. Um, and I think they're going to get it done again. I think they're going to win by – more than four and a half. I'm going to take Green Bay. Okay. Love to hear that. Uh, yeah. I think everybody's on Green Bay. They're like, oh, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers, you know, in a in a do or die game. He, he's back. They're playing well. They're running the ball well. The defense is starting to step up. But I love what I've seen from Detroit this year. Um, give me Detroit plus the four and a half. I think they win the game outright. Give me Detroit. Um, yeah. Um, this one's kind of easy for me too. Um, Green Bay has not had a good year and it seems like they're kind of getting better. Like Jesse was saying, like they're kind of picking it up towards the end. And yeah, like you said, Brandon, everybody's always like, Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers, any date of the week, like any time, like, cause he's clutch, you know? And just because of the season they've had and just like all the weird, I don't know, like everybody expected them to be really good as always, but they're not. And they just couldn't really get it together all season to be the Packers that everybody knows. Um, I think that this is going to end in like the most disappointing way to the most disappointing season. And I think, I also think that they're going to like lose straight up, lose this game because Detroit, even if they know they're not going to make it, like you said, they're going to want to like, uh, they're not going to want to just hand the game over either. You know, they're going to want to spoil it for the Packers and, uh, the way that they've been playing lately, like they've been through a lot, but from like watching them, uh, in preseason, like watching their, um, uh, hard knocks episodes and just the way like Jamal Charles was crying and he's like, you know, like really passionate and really like those guys aren't going to just belly up did for you the Packers. Drop you know what I mean? Jamal Charles? Well, did you see that episode where he was crying? He was giving that speech Jamal and he was Williams? crying. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did I say Charles? <laughs> Jamal Charles. <laughs> Man, I was on a roll. You should just let me go. Uh, Jamal, uh, I almost said it again. Jamal Williams. Yeah. That speech where he was crying. He was, you know, like, I think the team has oh, come yeah. a long way from, from like preseason to now. And I don't think they they're going to end. They're going to go out there with everything they got. And I don't think they're going to end with a loss. So I actually think they're just going to straight up win the game. So lions plus four and a half. Let's go. Do you think, uh, if, if Aaron Rodgers loses this game, is it his last game, uh, on, in Lambeau field? I think he'll want it to be. <laughs> no, I mean, is he coming back next year or not? Because this is their their final game. Um, I think he'll probably go somewhere else. I thought he goes to Vegas and reunites with Devontae. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking the same thing. People were saying like Tom Brady, but I was thinking if anybody's going to do it, it would be Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they're yeah, both. I could see that. Yeah, because Tom Brady's going to be a lot more careful and be like, I don't want to be in that division with those guys. I think even though Tom Brady does have a big head, because, you know, why not? He's the GOAT. Aaron Rodgers has an even bigger head. But <laughs> but knowing that, yeah, he's going to go into like a good running game and back to Devontae, I think it would be Aaron Rodgers above Tom Brady if 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 that were to happen. I, I don't think it will, but. You know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll dig into that in the offseason. I think we're going to have our different views on the quarterbacks that are going to go over there and. Uh, 
and what the possibilities could be. And I can't wait for the off season and all the trades. It's going to be fun times. Um, all right, last game we got. Uh, did I skip one, or is that all we got? No. New York Giants. One more. Oh, there it is. Uh, New York Giants uh, versus the Eagles. Eagles by 13.5 points. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot of points. Uh, I think I'm, I'm up first. So, uh, yeah, a lot of points, but um, I don't think that the Giants are locked into the sixth seed. Whether they win or lose, their seed is, is there. So I don't think we see a lot of Daniel Jones. I don't think we see any of Saquon Barkley. Um, again, the Eagles need to win to lock in that one seed. So give me the Eagles even covering that big number at 13 and a half. Uh, sadly, I agree again with Brandon. Um, wow, I, all five. That means I'm going one and four this week. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did we do last week? Did we agree on everything last week? No, I think I had one. With we all got two wins last week, all of us. Well, it should have been Brandon and I with three, but right. but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it's not okay, cause, but whatever. Um, yeah, no, I, I think that same thing. It was like the first quarter, right? <laughs> same thing, like Philly... Um, Philly is needs to win and they got to get it done and they're not going to mess around. So, and like you said, like New York, it doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, it's going to get sloppy out there. I think so. Uh, definitely Philly by 13 and a half. Uh, Philly is going to be up in the game. They're going to be like, all right, we're good to go. We're going to bench our starters and the giants are going to cover the points. They're not going to win, but they will cover the points. I will go with the giants. Just to go against you guys, because I need to catch up. I need to win. See, it's week I, 18. The way Here I we go. see this happening is that at the end, the Giants could cover with a field goal, but because it's the end, they're going to just go for it on fourth down because it doesn't matter. You know, because they're like, why Why does it matter? Like, let's just, or they're just going to hey, down the ball. Daniel like, Jones has some legs, ridiculous. Man. All right. Uh, those are the picks for the week. All right, balls to the wall. Here we go. Last week, Brandon, you had Brian Robinson. You said he was going to do 110 yards and two touchdowns. He had zero touchdowns and 87 yards. So, all right, that's not bad. Eight points. Um, that's something, right? Uh, I had Mike White, the White Knight. I said, he, he's going to win you the championship. This is it. I said, uh... Yes, that's what I said. My white knight. Um, I said 300 yards, three touchdowns, and one of those touchdowns would be a rushing touchdown. He had 240 yards and no touchdowns and two interceptions and four sacks. I didn't do so well. Also, you had Evan Ingram, 110 yards and two touchdowns. But he got three touchdowns. Uh, no, he got 29 yards and zero touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now if you would have picked Mike Evans, that would have been nice, but you know what? That's okay. I feel like uh, I couldn't pick Mike Evans because, you know, he's like a normal starter, you know, like, people <laughs> yeah, but he, he was, he's been doing bad. So here's our chance to redeem ourselves. Okay, guys, are you ready for this? Are you ready for the balls to the wall? Ready. All right. I'm ready. Who's up? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. So my uh, my pick tonight is going to be in honor of someone we talked about all night, Demar Hamlin, number three, Trey, 
Trey is a three. Trey, I'm going Trey McBride. <laughs> Do either of you know who he plays for? No, definitely not. Uh, he plays for Arizona, I believe. Yes, Arizona. Oh Titans. yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, so I've heard the name, but I don't know. Trey don't know McBride, seven catches, one hundred yards, and one touchdown. All right, I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, wow, <laughs> mine's not that good, but it's gonna be decent. Um, my balls to the wall for the last and final and most accurate week that I'm gonna have here. Um, I'm going to go with a little guy that I drafted. I've drafted him for a few years, except one time, uh, Brandon stole him from me for whatever. I don't know if it was, uh, last year. I think you might've stole him. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, Kareem. <laughs> who? Kareem Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Kareem Hunt. And this is why Cleveland isn't playing for anything. You know, it's one of those teams that doesn't matter. So it's like uh, same thing. It's like why why get Chubb Chubb hurt? I'm, I'm Chubb is gonna play, but I think that Kareem is gonna get a lot more action because not only that, but they might be shopping him, right? Or he might be like, and it, and if he plays, he's gonna go all out because he's like, I gotta look for a new home. So either way, like I think in the interest of both parties, Kareem's gonna get a lot more action this week, and so that's why he is my most accurate of the season. Balls to the wall. You heard it right here first. Well, the only place. Kareem Hunt, 110 yards and two touchdowns. All right. That would be great. Uh, maybe I need to throw him in my week 18 lineup. Um, all right. Mine's uh, a guy who did pretty well this past week. He didn't do well any of the other weeks because he didn't play any of the other weeks. <laughs> I'm talking about Jared Stidham. He's playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And... You know, he he came out, he did a good job, but I think he's going to do even better. He's going to give you 350 yards. Yeah, 350 yards and four touchdowns. He's got to keep up with those, those Chiefs, man. Got to do it. After we said that the Raiders might not play their starters. <laughs> yeah, they might not, but he's not really a starter now, is he? I mean, he is, but they're well, who's they he going to throw him. to if they bench Waller, if they bench Adams, if they bench, you know? Like, he has to throw to someone because Kansas City is going to be up on him, and Kansas City doesn't have a great defense. So, you know, I'm, I'm confident. Okay. I'm confident. I'll, I'll throw him in in the league I'm in. I don't even know who I have, but I have Justin Herbert. Can't be any I don't worse care what that, you right? do. I'm just... <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, guys. Um, any of you out there that are playing Week 18, reevaluate you your situation. <laughs> reevaluate <laughs> your situation because uh, Week 18 uh, it can get kind of crazy. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, but look back. The big thing is look back onto um, uh, the year before and all the, the point values. We're going to do that a little bit right now. Uh, in this last couple minutes here, all right, we're going to kind of do a little sneak peek, but we're going to go into a deeper dive in the offseason with this. But um, who who would you say, who is the number one quarterback going into the year? Josh Allen, right? Going into? Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you think he finished? Like third or fourth? He finished second. Yeah. Second? Uh, I was going to say, second. I was say it's the third just because of the last game, you know, because he didn't play a whole game. So. And who was first? Um... Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah. He had a big year, yeah. And who was third? Hurts? Well, now I don't know since he's been out. 
Jalen Hurts is yeah, still, still a third, yeah. So here's the thing. Pat Mahomes, 457 fantasy points. And then you're talking about uh, one, two, three, four, the fifth, 306. It's a 150-point difference from the first to the fifth uh, ranked uh, quarterback this year. So, I mean, that kind of shows you, um, you know, how those top guys can really, really help you. Hey. So that means that means Mahomes is your number one pick next year, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, I have a little game for you guys real quick right here. So I'm going to give you three teams, right? And Are we the, doing the Mary Cut? <laughs> no, no but we should do that again. Uh, I'm going to give you three teams here, and I'm going to tell you the finishing number of their top um, quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end, kicker, and defense. Right? Uh, and then you tell me which one of these teams took first place, which one of these teams took last place, and which one is kind of in the middle. Okay? So team one, quarterback, ranked three, wide receiver one. Oh, well, we already know. Running back one. Well, no, no. I'm, t- I'm not telling you what league this is in. I'm just saying. So, yeah, you know who the quarterback is, but... Where did this team finish in their league? Is what I'm saying. Oh, I thought they were like. I thought no. you were talking about the Eagles. No, no. So I'm going to give you two different teams, fantasy football teams from a league. Got it. And uh, where did these teams finish? Okay. So quarterback three, wide receiver one, running back one, tight end 11, kicker two, defense six. Okay. It's going to be hard to memorize that. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just do one at a time. So where did they, where did that team finish? That's what one team had? So one team had. Oh, they finished first because we know the quarterback. Okay, oh, so well, quarterback three, wide receiver one, yeah, so it's the one. so it's the Eagles, right? Oh. I'm, I'm not following. I think Brandon had the same problem. He goes, oh, no, I get it now. Well, I missed I that step. For, yeah, so he's so talking about a fantasy This team. is a so fantasy like football team. quarterback, the number one ranked running back. Oh, and like where, receiver. okay, where did you get this from? Like just a random league? Maybe, yes, a random or, league. Or, or our league. It could be our league as well. It is a league. Uh, okay, well, if it's a league with, say it again. It's not our league. Um, so quarterback three, yeah. wide receiver one, running back one, tight end 11, kicker two, defense six. Were they at the bottom, the top, or the middle? So it's, it sounds like they're at the top, but then you don't have those like second and third depth running back receiver flex guys where that could be bad. But their top line guys seem good, so I would say towards the top. Yeah, I think the top also. So okay. if you said top, middle, or back, yeah, top. Okay. Team two, quarterback 10, wide receiver 2, running back 3, tight end 4, kicker 29, defense 4. Top also. I would say middle. Mid is what you got for that one. And then team three, quarterback one, wide receiver five, running back eight, tight end nine, kicker three, defense ten. Bottom. Middle. Middle. So And you said bottom. All right. So uh, team number one had the quarterback three, wide receiver one, running back one. So they had... Pretty good guys, right? Yeah. But we don't know who their other guys were. Right. Yeah, those are all like crap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
they were in the middle. That team got the middle right there. So the tight end 11 is what jumps out to me. They had tight end 11, so they were kind of low on the tight end there. I just figured that like quarterback three, wide receiver one, and running back one. You'd think that'd be really great, like right? That, you th- yeah, yeah. you think that'd pull them through, yeah. So they ended mid right there. So team two had a quarterback 10, wide receiver two, running back three, tight end four, kicker 29, defense four. They won the league. They were top. So yeah. quarterback 10, but they still won the league. They had yeah, tight end that's four. Like Brandon. That's like Brandon. That's, that's exactly deal. what happened. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, that's exactly what you're right. Um, team three, quarterback one, the first-ranked quarterback, wide receiver five, running back Yeah, I had quarterback eight. one, and I was almost in last place. So that's why so I said these bottom. are all kind of in the middle right here, and they, they were in last. They were in last place right there. And this is our league, <laughs> and it just shows you um, kind of the – the team with the better tight end and not so great of a quarterback, they were. Well, it depends on those blank spots that exactly. we can't see. That, that is it. That is it too. So, um, but this is what my point of throughout this whole, whole thing because people are like, "What are you talking about here?" Um, is that us, us included? Yes. Looking at these rankings, when you go through the rankings, and you should do this after the season, right? Go through the rankings. Just pick all middle people. F it. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm what I'm saying is. You have to, everybody wants those top people. They want the number one pick and all that. And that's great. But yes, you have to go deeper and you have to look at. I um, always do. (laughs) Where they were before the season and where they ended up. Um, And the point differentiation between the two. So tight end was huge, right? It always is every year. That's the one spot that uh, every year is like that. Yeah, so I, I think it's worth it to have Travis Kelsey for 203 points. And guess who the number two tight end was in our league? I don't. Mark Andrews? Hawkinson? Those are both good guesses. Taysom Hill. Who had like two good games all year, but he's number two. There you go, yeah. So, I, I, I mean... And again, that's obviously different because he plays quarterback, but Hawkinson was number three. Um, Kittle, George Kittle, who was horrible all year, remember two points, two points, two points, he was there. Yeah. So Great finish. Yeah, you have to get those good guys that can give you those big games, and I think that's the difference there. So don't just look at the top guys. Don't just look at the point value, but uh, look at the complete team. Look at who you think is going to be there in the draft next year and what positions they're going to be in and draft accordingly. And the big, big thing is – go to your waiver wire every single week and pick somebody up, right? I mean, so let's say I have one more question to round this out. So let's say like somebody drafted the number one running back in like the eighth or ninth round. That that That's a steal, right? They, that team should be pretty good. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. So how come that team didn't win our league? Yeah. Well, because the rest, that's what I'm saying. The rest of, because the rest of his team sucked. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and what I did in the draft, and he's talking about Josh Jacobs, who's the number one running back who's on my team. What I did in the draft is I didn't go with, with running back uh, heavy up front, and I waited, and I, I got and I got, well, what, I got what position Najee, were you picking? I got Josh Jacobs. I got, well, I got Jalen Hurts. No, right? but what, what uh, where were you um, drafting? What position were you dra- drafting? I was closer to the end. Seven. Yeah, there's At eight seven, people the all the seven. good running backs are gone. 
Well, yeah, but also all the good running back, a bunch of them weren't great this year either. So. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm saying yeah. like, but where do who'd you take number one overall for you? Uh, I, I don't remember. I think it was Najee. No, it was, it was, no, it was it definitely was, not Najee. He was first or second. Yeah, because, Jefferson and then Najee. Yeah, it, that's what it was. It was Jefferson and then Najee Jefferson, Harris. There you yeah. Go. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, there you go. Najee, you have a bad pick. You got a bad pick. And, he, you know, he's doing okay now. But um, anyway, look at the rankings. Look at what people did. Go die, do a deep dive. And we're going to do this for you too in the offseason. But do a deep dive into um, not just points. But, you know, how the offense works and uh, how, what the opportunities are and all that stuff. I feel like that can go both ways, though, because that's that's what a lot of people say. It's like, oh, you go, don't don't chase the points. You got to go with opportunity. And then you have a team like Chicago where the running back there gets all the play and scores nothing because they're awful. But, so it's like it doesn't work, always work out, that opportunity. Well, is of like, course it doesn't always work out. But, I mean, Mike Evans is not going to be anywhere near the top next year. But if Brady's back... Uh, do you think Mike Evans is only going to get three touchdowns next year? I think no. that no. Um, I this year, the last few weeks of the season, watching him play, he's completely checked out. It seems like even though they're still like in the hunt, or they're still talking about Mike know, Evans. Yeah, like you see him, it's like he's not even finishing his routes anymore. If you watch him, and I don't know if that's when he thought they weren't going to make the playoffs or what, but he's like out there, like really, like trying to half-ass it, like hardcore. In my opinion, that's what it looks like. It looks like he's checked out. So I think, uh, I think it would be better for the team if Tom Brady left. Like if they bring in somebody new, somebody who's actually going to be good. I think the rest of the team might be like excited again. But I think like I think Tom Brady overstayed his welcome there. I don't think they're like buying into his like you know Tom Brady like work a hundred and fifty percent every day all day. I don't I don't think those guys are into that. I mean it was cool when they won the Super Bowl, but now that you know I, I think they're over it. Um. Yep. Well, that's we'll see what happens with all that. But uh, yeah, if Mike Evans is on a good team. He can still be good, I think. But who knows? That's the thing is you never you never know until next next season. Um, we're gonna go deeper into this, but uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Saquon. So all the guys you'd expect to be at the top. Josh Jacobs, you you didn't really expect, I would say. And then Tony Pollard, um, is up there in the top ten as well. Uh, above Zeke, uh, he had a great year, and we'll see how that uh, kind of shakes out in the off season. Well, you know what's going to happen is next year when you think like, oh, he's going to work more than or equal to Zeke, uh, they're going to completely cut him off, and it's going to go all back to Zeke, and uh, it's not going to be good. Kind of like the Aaron Jones and uh, AJ Dillon last year was like they were pretty even, and then this year there was no AJ Dillon to be heard of anywhere. So. Uh, if uh, everything goes as it normally does with all the fantasy weirdness, then uh, Pollard's not going to be a household name next year, which I know I'm wrong. I'm just, you know, being a smartass, but uh, that's how it goes. Hey, Brandon, uh, you, you won the league. How, who do you think were the, um, uh, the, the best uh, players on your team or the best pickups or, or what was the one thing that you did that really got you there? In your opinion, um, for me, I think it's just my depth. Um, I had a lot. I mean, the biggest thing I had, obviously, no, no quarterbacks. So I was kind of picking matchups that week. But I think when I looked at my other positions, I had guys who um, all could be really solid each week. I had really good wide receivers. I had um, McCaffrey, obviously, carried me at the end as a running back. But um, 
Yeah, I picked up Jamal Williams off the waiver wire. I picked up Damian Pierce off the waiver wire. So I kind of plugged away at that second running back spot. But um, again, just kind of came down to the depth where when I had guys on buys, I was, you know, replacing them with equally good players that, that, that were playing there. So I think I don't think I had a great team. I just think I had a really solid team that could kind of produce week in and week out. So interesting point that you made just there uh, about picking up guys, because I remember at the beginning of the season, up until like midway through the season, I was like in the top three or first place for like a few weeks. You know, I think I was in, in first place for like three or four weeks to start and um, and then dropped to like third and then, dro- you know, kept dropping. But um, what Jesse was saying earlier, I don't know, I think it was right before the show or I don't know, some sometime recently Jesse was telling me, uh, or actually it was probably during the season because he was at the bottom and he was like trying to pick up guys and he goes, I'd rather lose at the beginning and then pick up guys to fill in, and then uh, by the end, I'm going to have a good team. And that's true because you talked about it right now, how you were able to pick up guys and kind of just fill in, and then you, like, when your guys came back from injury or whatever, like, you still held on to those other guys. So, like, you were able to build your team better, whereas me, I started off and my team was, like, hot, you know, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be an easy year for me. And then I dealt with a bunch of injuries, but I hadn't been able to pick up any of those good players that were like standing out from the waiver wire because I had the last, you know, pick because I was in first place. And so I'm, I'm sure other, like I played in other leagues where, um, where your ranking doesn't matter. It's just random. Every, like the waiver wire is just random every week. But in our case, um, it goes last to first in waiver wire order. So like I wasn't able to pick up those guys that were doing good and, and so, like, when my players got hurt, I didn't have a team. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at it. And, again, we're in eight-man league uh, that we talk about a lot here, but but um, there are some other leagues that uh, are deeper and you do things a little bit differently. Uh, all right, we're not going to take any more of your time. Uh, if you're playing Week 18, good luck to you all. Uh, I hope it goes well. If I hope not, you guys go balls to the wall. Yes. Uh, if not, sit back and enjoy the games and uh, the the chaosness that is Week 18. And uh, you know, some upset's going to happen to get somebody in or or take somebody out of the playoffs. Um, Demar, uh, keep getting better, man. We really uh, are wishing for your full recovery very soon. Here, I hope somebody tells him to listen to this. <laughs> I'm sure there's. Him and the the whole NFL is listening to our podcast right here. Yeah, and we got to step it up. Um, We're judging. Check us out, thefantasyfootballfools.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at fantasyfoolspod, fantasyfoolspod. Uh, and until next time, don't be a fool. Stay in school. I hope that you guys are both last place next year. That'd be the first.